Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, Culture Kids. Welcome to our show. We are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic creators and citizens of the world. Join us as we celebrate a historical figure in jazz history, Mr. Duke Ellington. Hello, hello. My name is Asher, and I am your host along with my mom, Kristen. So next week, Miss Panda will be back to teach us more about Chinese celebrations and traditions for Lunar New Year. Then the week after, we will go visit African American Cultural Center of Long Beach to learn about West African drums and more. If you haven't done so yet, please leave us a review. Thanks, Asher. Grown-ups, if you haven't done so yet, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you love about Culture Kids. Feedback from our community is what keeps us going. Thank you. So before we dive into this iconic artist, let's learn about where jazz comes from and how this fascinating genre of music started. Jazz is a type of music that's all about freedom and creativity. Oh yeah! It is a beautiful musical style that originated in the late 19th and early 20th centuries in Black communities in the Southern United States, particularly in New Orleans. I mean, I kind of know what it sounds like. Sometimes it sounds dizzy because there's so many notes. It comes from a rich, unique, and cultural mix of African rhythms, European harmonies, and American musical traditions. Jazz musicians use instruments like saxophones, trumpets, and piano. They sometimes make things up as they play. And aside from the fact that it's a beautiful form of art, it's also important to know that when we're learning about the history of jazz, black communities in America had a tough time creating it. They weren't always treated fairly, and also back then, they did not get to play their music in certain places or have the same chances as others. But they never gave up. They worked really hard and used their music to show how amazing they were. Yep. Despite many challenges, musicians from the Black communities in America changed the world by significantly contributing to creating a style of music that we now call jazz. And in my opinion, it is one of the most complex and beautiful forms of music that exists, and the world would not be the same without it. Yay! I like it. But I also like Pokemon music the best. <laughs> yes, I think Asher probably prefers to listen to Pokemon music, but that's okay. Let's learn about Mr. Duke Ellington and where he's from. Let's go. Mr. Duke Ellington, born as Edward Kennedy Ellington, grew up in Washington D.C. Hey, hey, hey. And that is the United States Capitol. 
Yes, he started learning piano when he was seven and was writing music by his teens. Wow! He was inspired by the diverse music around him from many cultures, including church music, ragtime, and blues. So he was very interested in learning about different things, even when he was little. Yep, and in his teenage years, he formed his first band, the Duke's Serenaders, and began performing at local venues. The show is about to begin. Then in the 1920s, Mr. Ellington moved to New York City and formed his band, the Duke Ellington Orchestra. Yes. But when he moved to New York City to start his band, he faced a lot of challenges, as I mentioned before. He had to work extra hard to make his music stand out because they could not play their music at the same places as everyone else can. But he never gave up and kept going to make his band the best it could be. And eventually, the Duke Ellington Orchestra changed music forever. But I guess being strong and working hard, you can overcome hard things. Yes, learning about Mr. Duke Ellington's life is very inspiring because sometimes we may all experience things that may seem unfair and we may feel a lot of big emotions like anger or sadness. But when I learn about the history of people like Mr. Duke Ellington, or you may also have heard of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I find a lot of courage to be strong and overcome hard things by being kind, hardworking, and positive like they did. It's like learning about a superhero because their story helps people everywhere to be brave and courageous too. Let's learn about what makes his music so unique and cool. Ah, yes, this is the part I can go on forever about, but for the sake of time, we're going to pick a few key favorite techniques that Duke Ellington used in his iconic pieces. First one is called call and response. Is that like having a conversation? Yep. He would have one part of the band play a musical idea, and then another part would answer back with something different. It was like they were having a musical conversation, and it made the music feel lively and exciting. Like you don't know what they're going to say. Yep. And to have a little fun, we put together a call and response technique example with Mommy on the piano and our audio engineer Robin on the drums. you're having a conversation. Yeah, exactly. This was a technique that was commonly found in his pieces. Mr. Duke Ellington was also famous for blending lots of different kinds of music from different cultures. Yes, he took music from other cultures and combined them to create his own unique sound. Another wonderful example of why opening our minds and hearts to learn about other cultures helps us to be creative and come up with interesting ideas. Hooray! That's cool. 
What are some songs that show a mix of cultures? Good question, Asher. Here is a piece called Caravan, co-written by Duke Ellington, shows North American influence in the rhythms and melodies. The Middle Eastern influences can be heard in the harmonies and melodies of the composition. The drums sound very upbeat. Yes, and also, Duke Ellington was a master of the voicing technique in his music. Voicing is like putting together all the notes in the chord to make it sound very pretty. Mr. Ellington experimented with different voicings to create lush, colorful harmonies. It's kind of like making a sandwich. Each layer of the sandwich represents a note played by different instruments or voices. Ha ha! But putting the different layers in the sandwich is yummy. <laughs> As a music composer myself, this is where the fun begins. Yay! There are hundreds of instruments in the world, and putting them together to sound a certain way is where your creativity can step in. When you learn about how these instruments sound, experimenting different ways they can blend together to create one sound can be so much fun. That's cool. And while Mr. Ellington's music compositions were carefully arranged, he also allowed his musicians to express themselves with what we call improvisation. Oh yeah, baby. Improvisation is when they make up their own melody or rhythms. Yes, you got it. It's a chance to express themselves. So as you can see, Mr. Duke Ellington played a big role in refining and popularizing these techniques in jazz music. His orchestration, voicing, blending of styles, call and response, and improvisation skills set a new standard for music and influenced generations of musicians to come. Let's learn about some really popular pieces by Mr. Duke Ellington. My personal favorite, Take the A-Train. Why is this one of your favorite? Because when I first moved to New York City, I lived in an area called Washington Heights, and I would take the A-Train every day to go downtown. It was a train full of character, and oftentimes we would stop at Harlem, which is on the way to Washington Heights, and grab a bite to eat. It brings back really good memories, and this song celebrates the vibrant energy and culture of the neighborhood of Harlem. It's a very special area, and in my opinion, one of the most fascinating neighborhoods in New York City, bounded by a strong community. I was born there, but I don't remember too much. Yep, and that's okay. So, Take the A-Train is one of Duke Ellington's most famous compositions written by Billy Strayhorn. It became the signature tune of the Ellington Orchestra and most jazz musicians nowadays would recognize it instantly for its catchy melody and swinging rhythm. So let's take the A-Train while listening to Take the A-Train. <laughs> I would love that. Bye. 
And the next important piece I'd like to talk about is called Black, Brown, and Beige. It talks about the history and experiences of Black Americans in the U.S. It was first played at Carnegie Hall in 1943. Wait, Carnegie? Like Carnegie Mellon? Your school? Yes, but the Carnegie Hall is in New York City and one of the most important music concert halls that exists. It's a very big deal to perform there. This piece is special because it shares the struggles Black communities in America have experienced, but kept going strong even when things were tough. It's an important part of jazz music even to this day and celebrates the complex and beautiful culture and history of Black communities here in America. He expressed his feelings like Frida Kahlo did. We learned about this from last year. He really did. Art and music is really about sharing your thoughts and feelings in creative ways. And I think the most powerful types of art are the ones that tell important stories that make people feel heard and understood. Like this piece. Yep. Well, I hope I can play the piano like Mr. Ellington did and make music like Mommy does. Writing music and learning how to play different instruments is like making a friend that will stay with you a lifetime. You learn to express your thoughts, feelings, and emotions through your music and feel so much better afterwards. It really feels like magic to me. That's cool. And to our Culture Kids families, we encourage you to dive deeper and discover more about the inspiring contributions made by Black musicians in our history. Their stories of overcoming injustice and responding to hard situations with peace and courage is something we can all take away from. The more that we learn about the history and ancestors of the people around us, the more we understand and make more friends. And always remember that here at Culture Kids, you and your family are accepted, welcomed, and celebrated for exactly who you are. Joke time! Can I go first? Yep, go for it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Wood. Wood who? Would you laugh at my jokes? Very clever. Okay, my turn. Go, go, go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hawaii. Why, who? Hawaii doing? <laughs> I love that one. Well, thanks for joining us today. And please check out our Instagram page at Culture Kids Media for more fun content. And leave us lots of love on Apple Podcasts by leaving us a five-star review. You can also leave us a voicemail or send us birthday shout outs on hello at culturekidsmedia.com. See you next week. Bye. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? 
We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.